The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Let's Be Honest with Kristen Cavallari, a podcast all about getting real and open on everything from sex, relationships, reality TV, wellness, family, and so much more. And just a fair warning, there will probably be some oversharing. Because I got all the power, yep. Welcome in to the very first solo episode of Let's Be Honest. I'm your host, Kristen Cavallari, and holy shit, (laughs) we're doing this thing. I am so excited, you guys. I honestly can't believe I'm here with my own podcast. Excuse me, because I am wrapped up in a blanket. I have hot tea. Even though it's 100 degrees outside, my AC was broken for like two weeks upstairs. And it was like 86 degrees. All of my kids' bedrooms are upstairs. And we were like, my kids were in bed with me. We were camping out in the living room. It was a whole thing. So they fixed the AC, but we're waiting on a part. So I'm scared to mess with my thermostat because I'm worried I'm going to break it. So it's like 65 degrees in my house, but I, I'm not touching it because I would take that over it being like 90 degrees upstairs because Nashville is having a little bit of a heat wave at the moment. So I'm just happy that my AC is working, to be honest. So I look like it's the middle of winter, although I'm in a tank top, but I have like cozy socks on and I'm wrapped up in a blanket. So anyways, that's what we're rolling with today. But I've been traveling a lot this summer. I've been going nonstop and I've had a ton of fun. I just got back from Greece, which was awesome. I was in Mykonos the Greek islands over there, if you're not familiar. I actually went in 2011, I believe it was, with a bunch of friends and had just the most incredible time. So I was really excited to go back. I again went with some friends and oh my God, you guys, the quality of life outside of America, I just have to say it. It's the food tastes so much better, even the vegetables. I'm like, how does a cucumber taste this good? It's crazy. Their water is cleaner. Their air is cleaner. Everyone is just more relaxed and not so stressed out, which I definitely think there is something to that. But easily, Greece is my favorite place on the planet. I'm going to take my kids next summer. We're going to go for like two weeks. I actually want to go to a couple different islands. But I'm like, I want to I move to Greece. <laughs> I really do. I love it so much. But that's why I have a cold or I'm, I'm kind of coming off of my cold now. I also realize every time I go to the ocean, doesn't matter where it is, whether it's Cabo, Greece, the Bahamas, like whatever. I am a beach girl. Like I know that about me. Like where my soul lights up is at the ocean. It's at the beach. I am a no shoe or a flip flop kind of girl. I just am. And that's obviously probably because I lived in Laguna Beach for a big part of my life. But I am like, I love just being a little tan, not really wearing makeup, my hair being up or my hair air dried. Like the ease of the beach aesthetic when it comes to wardrobe and and makeup and hair and the whole thing is so up my alley. Like throw on a little dress, throw on a little flip-flop, call it a day. That makes me so happy. <laughs> so happy. So the moral of the story is I'm moving to Greece. I'm buying a place in Greece and I'll do my podcast from there. I think that that works. I think everybody wins. (laughs) Somewhere that I'm dying to go is Tokyo. I just feel like being complete fish out of water and trying to navigate around that city would be really fun. 
And I've heard it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be an incredible city, but also sort of futuristic in a lot of ways. And I just hear it's beautiful. I want to go when the cherry blossoms are, are in bloom, which I want to say is May. Don't quote me on that. But that's like the next place on my list, on my bucket list of what I want to do, where I want to go. I want to do Tokyo. I want to do the Maldives. I've done Bora Bora where you stay in those huts over the water. And that was awesome. I want to do that in the Maldives. The Maldives is far as fuck. So one day I'll get there. Although I guess, I mean, everything is far really when you think about it. But I think that's another reason why I got sick. The way home from Greece, I couldn't sleep. I didn't sleep that entire time. So I was up for almost 24 hours and I felt like a zombie, like just a walking zombie. And that I knew I just like could feel it happening on the plane that I was going to get sick. And sure as shit, I did. I got sick. But it was worth it. I definitely drank more than I usually do. You know, I went out, had some late nights. That's what you're supposed to do. It was it was fun. It was worth it. I would do it all again. And I would even get sick again because I really had the best time. But I'm ready now to just kind of like hunker down. I really don't want to go anywhere. I have to go to New York and LA a little bit this fall. But other than that, I don't have anything planned, which makes me really happy. I'm honestly just excited to do this podcast and be mom. And I will forever be working on Uncommon James, but it doesn't take the same level of attention that it once did. So, which is why I'm also able to do this podcast. I have the most incredible team who, you know, keeps it locked down every day. And I'm just kind of in my creative bubble, which I love. So traveling was a lot of fun, a lot, a lot of fun. But now it's time to just stay home, get serious. I actually am a homebody. I don't think people realize that about me. Really, the core of me is a homebody. I love just being home. I love being in bed at 9 p.m. I love waking up at like 6 a.m. Actually, I like waking up at 5.30. I've been waking up at 5.30 on my own as the sun is coming up. And I actually love waking up on my own without an alarm. And I love cooking food all day. And I love actually just being in sweats. And I love then picking my kids up from school. Like that is where I'm happiest, really. I mean that. But then it's almost like I've got split personalities and I do really enjoy traveling and, you know, getting my hair and makeup done for a photo shoot or, you know, whatever it is. There is a part of me that does really love that stuff. And I do feel like I have a great balance in my life right now, a great like work-life balance. And I've worked really hard to get here. There are I mean, God, I had years where I was so stressed out because I just had way too much on my plate. I mean, I just did. And I've taken a lot off my plate now and that feels really good. And that's why this podcast is really exciting for me because, again, I can create my own schedule with it. I can talk about all the things that I want to be talking about. And there's just a real sense of freedom in it for me, which is what I also experience with Uncommon James. Not having anyone to answer to honestly is such a dream come true. It just really is. And it just feels really nice. It feels really nice, especially as a mom of three. I kind of, I'm really thankful that I have that freedom. I really am. All right, you guys, let's just take a break from the podcast for a second. I want to talk to you about Nutrafol. Do you guys ever wish that you had visibly thicker hair or how about less shedding? Maybe stress is causing your hair to thin or it's the other way around. There are multiple root causes of hair thinning and Nutrafol addresses key root causes through a whole body approach to hair health. 
Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. From postpartum to menopause to plant-based lifestyles, and no matter your life stage, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women. Each is physician-formulated using drug-free, science-backed ingredients so you get the most reliable results. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol Women's Hair Growth Supplement for six months. I had a ton of breakage in my hair about two years ago, and I was honestly kind of freaking out about it. I ended up getting Nutrafol, taking it, and I really did start to see results within like probably three to four months that my hair was getting thicker. It was growing a lot faster and it just made a huge difference. So I cannot talk about this product enough. You guys take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HONEST. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code honest. That's Nutrafol.com promo code honest. Okay, so why am I doing a podcast? I've been offered podcasts for over 10 years. I've had so many conversations about it and I've always said no. I've always turned them down. And so I'm doing this podcast for a few reasons. One of them being I really loved doing the Back to the Beach podcast. I had so much fun and I think there is something to be said for creating your own schedule, essentially being your own boss. You know, Back to the Beach was different in the sense that we knew exactly what we were talking about. We, you know, had the episodes to watch and then we were going to break it down. This podcast is really exciting to me because I have the freedom to talk about whatever I want, which I love. I love being my own boss. I've gotten that with Uncommon James. And I think once you kind of have that, it's hard to go back. So I'm excited about that. But also, it's just so interesting for me to look at myself over the past like 10 plus years. And like when I first started having those podcast conversations, the place that I was in, like looking at that version of me is so wildly different to who I am today and who is sitting in front of you. I've really been on this journey in the last few years. And ultimately, it's been a self-discovery journey or, you know, self-love. And I didn't even realize that until like the last year or so, like what I was in the middle of doing. But I've realized like I used to put so much of myself on the outside world and particularly with men. Like how men saw me was really, really important to me. I was essentially looking for men to fill a void that I felt within myself. And, you know, we can do a whole episode about that one day. And I I probably will, to be honest. But I think like just breaking it down in the most basic form is that Ultimately, I had that because my dad is a narcissist and I've had some other issues with men in my life, but I was trying to heal a wound that was never going to happen. Like I was looking to heal it in all the wrong places. It was a dead end road. So I had to find myself, which is what I've done in the last few years. And I think ultimately you really find yourself through relationships and dating. And I mean like all kinds of relationships, like of course, you know, romantic relationships, but my dad is a good example of that because as hard as my relationship with my dad was, and I've had a few other 
really difficult relationships in my life. As hard as those relationships are, that's where I've learned the most. They've been my best teachers and they've been instrumental in me finding myself. I had someone mention to me that our tormentors are our best mentors. And that really, really stuck with me because it's true. The hardest relationships I've had have I've had the most growth and and really they've ultimately led me to me, to me finding me, which has been the most important thing of my entire life. So with that, I have discovered patience, self-love, like major self-love. I'm not talking about like, you know, yeah, I love myself, like this like surface level frou-frou, like, no, I think I'm great. Like, yeah, girl boss, like that kind of thing. I'm talking like, I finally know who the fuck I am. I thought I did, but I didn't. Now I know who I am and I really stand by who I am. And it's funny because I feel like in a way I've always sort of been like unapologetically me, but now it actually rings true. I feel like for a long time I was faking it till I made it. And now, now it all makes sense to me. I've also figured out how to not let people and things disturb my peace. We create our reality with how we react to situations. I really believe that. And that's all we have is our reaction to everything going on in life. That's how we have a peaceful, happy, fulfilling life is by controlling our reactions. So (laughs) all of that to say, the past few years have definitely been the most growing up I've ever done. I'm finally in a good place to let everybody in. Being vulnerable and really opening up has been something that's been so scary for me pretty much my entire life. I've really had to learn how to do that in the past few years. And, you know, I I was always tough. Like I always had to survive in a lot of ways. Like growing up, that was like what I learned how to do was be a survivor. And for me, that was being really tough. And so because I was so tough, what I was doing was I was overcompensating for the lack that I felt within. I didn't feel confident. I didn't feel tough at all on the inside. In fact, I was like screaming for help on the inside and I was like really lost and and really unhappy. But like I said, I was overcompensating. And so like if you saw Laguna Beach or the hills or knew anything about my image in my late teens, early 20s, you know, you would know that that was how people saw me and so many questions I would get all the time about how are you so confident at age 17? You know, like, I don't understand where it comes from. And I used to be like, wow, I'm so not that. I'm not confident. I can see why people thought that because of this like shell of me of who I was showing the world. But really, when I tell you, like, I was not confident at all. I mean, I'm, I mean that. And so it's just wild for me that that was like, that was my image. But I feel like that's all been part of my journey and like working through that too, to be able to get to this place of, like I said, like actually loving myself and being really comfortable and happy and peaceful with where I'm at in my life. And by the way, I'm talking about this journey that I've had from, you know, I've gone from like this really unhappy girl to now who I am today. But that doesn't mean that I have it all figured out. Honestly, all it means is that just for the first time in my life, I finally don't care admitting that I know I don't have it all figured out. I'm okay with that because I really want to just continue to grow and evolve my entire life. Like 
that is my goal for the rest of my life. So I know I'm being very serious this first episode. I'm like, these episodes are not all going to be like this. I promise. I just wanted you guys to hear from me about where I'm currently at in my life. We're going to have a lot of fun on this podcast. We're going to laugh. I'm going to get us all the dating advice that we all are looking for from men. I'm going right to the source. I think having men come on and talk about what they're thinking and feeling, why they didn't text you back, like whatever it is, I think is so beneficial for us women because you know, like it's one thing for us girlfriends to sit together and be like, oh, well, I'm sure you know, he met someone else and that's why he didn't text you back. Or, you know, we come up with all of these scenarios. And while some of them are probably true, I do like to think that sometimes we are spot on. I think sometimes we overthink things, we overcomplicate things. And I think men, I- I'm just, I'm very curious to hit them all with a lot of questions about what's going on because I am knee deep in the dating world right now, you guys. And so <laughs> it's been crazy for me. It's the first time in my life I've been like actively dating because I've always had boyfriends. I had boyfriends in, you know, throughout, well, eighth grade, I had my first boyfriend. I had boyfriends throughout high school, my late teens, my early 20s. And then I met my ex-husband when I was 23. So this is the first time in my life I've been single and I've dated. And it is a different world out there with social media and the dating apps and all of these things. It's a lot. It's very difficult to date. Also, I'm 36. I have three kids. I'm divorced. That offers up its own set of, I don't even want to say baggage, but you know what I mean? It's like its own set of shit. And so I just have a lot of questions. I'm really excited to talk to the guys. And if you know anything about me, and you can probably already tell, even if this is the first time you're listening to me, but I don't have a filter. I'm very, very honest. And I know that in order to have a good podcast, it has to be that way, which I also think is another reason why I didn't do a podcast years ago because I wasn't ready to open up and be vulnerable and just be myself. I wasn't in that good place yet. So I am now. And I think it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Hey guys, let's take another quick break to talk about Element. I love this brand. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about it. If you are not familiar with them, they are a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. That means lots of salt with no sugar. They contain a science-backed electrolyte ratio, which is 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium, and with none of the junk, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no filler, no BS, which I love. I usually put them in my water before a workout, but I also bring them with me on trips when I know that maybe I'm going to be drinking a little bit more than I usually do. I go in the sauna a lot, so I definitely think it's really important to be replenishing those electrolytes. And I love this brand because they have great flavors. They just launched grapefruit, which I freaking love. They're hard to find though. So if you can get your hands on those grapefruit, make sure you do. I also love their watermelon, their raspberry. They have a chocolate flavor, which I want to experiment with. I did have someone tell me they put it in their coffee in in the morning. So I'm kind of curious to see how that tastes. Right now, Element is offering a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors, or you can share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash honest. 
This deal is only available through my link. So you must go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash honest. Element offers no questions asked refunds. Try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and they'll give you your money back. No questions asked. So you have nothing to lose. I also want us all to learn some stuff, whether that be in the health world. Like I'm going to have my doctor come on. I'm going to have, you know, all of these people come on in the dating world, sex, or just how to live a happier, more peaceful life. I just want there to be real takeaway for everybody from this podcast. Also, here's the thing. Since we're being honest, I got on TV at age 17 and I have always felt like my voice has been controlled to a degree because of that. You know, my whole image. So I can't tell you guys how excited I am to have this platform so that you can finally really get to know the the real me. And I do feel like everything that I've done, whether it be, you know, the TV shows I've done, the books that I've written, you know, you've seen my creative outlet through Uncommon James, whatever it is, you only get a little piece of me. And I mean, obviously, you know, everything that I've done, it's almost like social media in a way where it's just like a little snapshot of your life. It's really hard to encapsulate everything. But I really believe in timing. Timing is everything. And the timing is finally right. And this podcast does feel like 100% me, which feels really good. So I'm excited. Also, not to harp on the press first episode, but. The press have always had this issue with the press of, it's never, by the way, the press is never 100% accurate. I've never read one article my entire almost 20-year career that has been 100% accurate, even with quotes. I get misquoted all the time. And so you know if it's happening to me, it's happening to everybody. But my issue with the press is when people judge me on things that aren't true like at all. If you hate me for something that I really did, fine. I don't care. I stand by everything I have done in my life. I live in my truth. I don't care because I'm happy with all the decisions that I make. But when I'm being judged for something that's not even true, I lose my mind. I fucking hate it. I'm going to swear a lot too. Sorry, just a little heads up. But if you guys know me, then you know that about me. But so I'm... I'm excited also to be able to clear things up with you guys. And a game that I'm going to play with a lot of my guests, my well-known guests, is I'm going to read them headlines and I'm going to have them clear up what was really going on, what they really meant, because headlines drive me freaking bonkers. They are pure clickbait. They are never an accurate representation of what the article is about. They're always taken out of context. It's always like, it's how crazy can you get from one little article? And that pisses me off. It really does piss me off. And I know I shouldn't let it get to me, but it does. So I'm excited to play that game with my guests. Very excited to play that game. And I'm just excited to dig into it all. We're just going to have fun. It's going to be very relationship heavy. But then one week, if I want to jump ship and I want to talk to my facialist about beauty treatments, we're going to do that. If I want to talk to my doctor, if I want to talk to a psychic medium, we're going to do all the things. So buckle up. It's going to be fun. I promise we're going to have a good time. I'm also going to have you guys send in questions and I want to have guests call in, but we'll get to all of that. We have a long road ahead of us and have great 
great guests for you guys coming up. I have a lot of inspiring women who have great stories when it comes to their love lives, which to be honest has been nice for me to hear because I would be lying if I said I haven't had moments of being like, where the hell is my man? I've been I've been single for three and a half years. You could probably argue it's been more like two and a half, but (laughs) I would consider myself having been single for the last three and a half years. And I've had a lot of fun. I've loved being single. It's been the truly the best thing that's ever happened to me because like I said, it's really made me find myself. But I have had moments where I've been like, why can't I meet anybody that I like? Because I've gone on, you guys, I've gone on a lot of fucking dates. I've gone on a lot of dates. Like, it's ridiculous. I don't, I don't like anybody. And so I'm like, is, is it me? But, but we're going to get into all of that because I just think the timing hasn't been right. The next solo episode I'm going to do is about texting in the beginning of a relationship and just those early stages of a relationship because the texting part is such a big part of it now. Like it's a whole game and it's a game that I don't think I like, but I think I can play it pretty good. So I'm going to talk about all of that. And then I also am going to reveal my boyfriend. And like, I mean it. I'm going to actually tell you what's going on in my life, who my boyfriend is. And we're going to dig into it all. So I'm excited. Thank you guys so much for listening. And next week, I have Travis Kelsey, football star, who's going to be on the podcast. And it's going to be a wild ride, but I think it's going to be a really fun one. So appreciate all y'all support. Let's have some fucking fun, baby. Okay, I'll see you guys next week. Bye.